Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. How was your weekend? Because the sun finally came out yesterday here uh, in Southern California. The rain stopped, the clouds cleared, and it's funny. All in that, the Knicks won, and I saw Aaron Rodgers. A- a- I told you I'd see him. I told you I'd run into him. I so, literally ran into him. So are you saying we're going to have an exclusive interview with no. you and A.A. Ryan? No, man. No. <laughs> I don't have it like – I mean – I don't have it like that. But now, of course, the whole league waits. As it's good the, to know he's still alive, right? Oh, I mean, you know, he's been around. He's not, he's not hiding, that's for sure. He's he's not in a in a dark in a dark room. You know, he's not going through that right now. He's out and about. You okay. know, yesterday with the Oscars and everything like that, it was this town was 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 lit up yesterday, lit that's up more great. than usual, I guess. Right, Hollywood on one end, obviously yeah. downtown. Uh, it was well, like it really. It's been a crazy weekend here. It's been a lot of fun running into all different celebrities, but but, but you know what was odd is the fact what? that Spike and Denzel, yep, uh, was there not at the Oscars. Yes, that was notable. Like Spike just shrugged and said it's the Knicks. I was like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but still, yeah, they, they were both at the game last night. Now he said it was the Knicks. It, you know, it was tough because. You know that was that was a hostile environment. At the the Knicks had just took an L the day before. There didn't play their best game to uh, you know put yeah. it lightly. No, only right. for, only for Spike to come here and think, okay, I got to come here and make sure that we get this dub. So let me uh, let me get my stuff together. He was he was at both games, and you know they needed that win last night badly, and, and they certainly earned it. But but let, let, let's be – we'll get into the Knicks stuff, certainly. I mean, that is a, a big topic of conversation, no doubt about it. 800-919-3776 is obviously the number to join the conversation here. Overreaction Monday, of course, here on the show. So we'll get that going. We'll get your calls rack stacked and ready to go. But on the front, though, of, of Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and, and the NFL and everything that's going on right now – so, as you know, Bart, this is the unofficial beginning of free agency, right? We started at noon the Eastern. The tampering period. Yes, the legal tampering period has begun. And that's the part where I know Rodgers is not a free agent, but the Packers have certainly allowed him to negotiate and talk with the Jets. They've already talked with the Jets. And so now it's the, the waiting game that is going on right now. It is a bit frustrating, I know. Rob Domofsky, who has covered the Packers forever, he, he tweeted this uh, obviously at 11 o'clock, uh, let's see, yeah, 11 o'clock your time uh, this morning. He said, we're an hour away from the start of free agent negotiating period, and I'm told neither the Packers nor the Jets know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Is that – are you worried about this? Like, do you have a concern? I looked at him yesterday. Again, it was it was brief, momentary. It wasn't did you, much. Did you look and at the he, body? Did you look he seemed, at the – He was chill. He was did, very relaxed. Well, when you got $60 million and you decide if you, you chill, decide on if you want to take it or leave it. I mean, Yeah, but you'd be uptight. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody in that situation might just be getting tired of everybody like waiting on him and asking questions and all that stuff. And he just seems – he seems chill. Here, tell you what. So I might not have been able to actually interview him because it was a pretty busy, crazy spot that we were in. But how about uh, Brandon Marshall? I am yeah. athlete. 
Former Brandon, Jet. Brandon former Marshall. Jet. Yeah, Brandon Marshall c- came across him here in, in Southern California and grabbed him for a few seconds. Uh, I think it was on a football field, actually. Yeah, I think it was and, a charity event. And he asked Aaron Rodgers, basically, uh, what his future will be. Hey, Rod. A little bit of chemistry here. What we doing? Hey, Rod. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we gotta wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's, there's a, there's a time, there's a time limit for all this. Can I break the news? Especially with the Jets, because I'm like, I feel like I'm an all-time Jet. I feel like I'm an all-time Jet. Man, that's all it takes to be all-time Jet. Do a one thousand yard season. So he he pushed a little more. Uh, as a lot of people were trying to do. And I'll, I'll tell you a funny story in a minute. Uh, but he pushed a little more about, okay, where are you going to live when you're in New York City? You're an all-time Jeff? Yeah. How many years were you there? numbers. <laughs> doesn't matter. I think he was a bear. Not, not about numbers. I'm all-time bear, bear, too. That's what I'm playing against I'm, I'm all-time bear, too. I, I'm not saying you are. I agree you are. Just like you're an all-time Packer, you can be an all-time Jet. Down on the two. Not if you only play one year, you can't be an all-time Yes, you can. Player. Absolutely. Numbers don't lie. Check the numbers when you get there. Organizations have history, right? And it's about the people that made those organizations. So you are telling me I played two years for the Jets. That doesn't count. No, it does. You were part of the history of the organization. Okay, great. Yeah. Tribeca, Brooklyn. Are you going to be in Jersey? I've never been to Tribeca before. I've been to Brooklyn. T.O. Yeah. You like the Brooklyn guy, Williamsburg. We, I, yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. <laughs> He was trying. I, I, he was trying. Williamsburg. <laughs> it doesn't have the ponytail anymore. I don't know. If he, he can, he can, he can say he, he can stay next to uh, JJ Reddit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They seem like they'll have great conversations. I don't know if that commutes. That that commutes probably not the best though. Well, <laughs> well, 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 Brandon said that because that's where Brandon lived when he was here. Is he out of his mind? No, he lived there. I mean, Tony Richardson lives in uh, li- lived in Long Island City because a lot of those guys. You know, um, lived in you know for Hostra and they bought homes. Yeah, of course. So, so, so and, and Tony Rich and Tony Richardson just didn't mind because it was a reverse commute. Remember, so if he wants to live in Williamsburg because that's his vibe, then he can. You know what I'm saying? He can live of next to Spike can. and they can work on a documentary. Mm-hmm. Of course, he about, can. about 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 his um experience with the Jets. They should have a doc a documentary and follow him around for his entire uh you know what I mean duration his whole career. You know what I'm saying? To kind of make it a movie. Did you know, we got time time versus time. Documentarian. Well, that would be definitely a thing to do, is to basically uh, record everything and turn it into a series that you play after the season's over, and see what it you know because that could be fascinating, right? Just following him around, just being in New York in the market and everything else. But wait, we're getting way ahead of ourselves because that's still, what happens. You get excited. Well, because there's still one last thing that needs to be done because apparently, like everything is in place. Everything is in place. They've discussed compensation between the teams. Did they agree and, on compensation? And, and now they're essentially just just waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. Why? Well, it, it, is, is it a time limit? Or is it a time where we have to make this decision? Right? Is well, I think we. I feel like we're getting there because you know. I would say by by Wednesday, right when when the league year begins, right? Because did you hear? Did you hear the reports? What reports? <laughs> Yeah, I knew. See, oh, you yeah, got 7 sportscom Well, the reports are that um, Jimmy G is only seeking like $25 million a year. That's a bargain. Oh, here we go. That's a bargain. $25 million? Here we go. $25 million? Mm-hmm. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's very swell. So, uh, if he's only you know, seeking that type of money, that leaves a lot of cheese on your taco to be able to go and do some other things. Well, speaking of cheese on the taco, the Jets were busy over the weekend, continuing business, right? Like, this is what they have to do 
to start building up the roster. And you you alluded to this for for months about how they're going to create some space and they'll be able to be a very aggressive. And so over over the weekend, you saw some movement where they were able to. Well, let's see, it was. All right, so they they did sign uh, Quincy Williams, not not Quinnen, but Quincy at least. Yeah, so they did that. Makes but Big it was, Bro feel good. He's going to be with his brother for a while. Well, that's the other part of it too, right? Getting Quinnen taken care of it as well. But the movement also that they had um, with some of the other contracts that they moved on from or or renegotiated right over the weekend. I'm, I'm hoping you're filling yeah, the blanks here for me. Yeah, because they have to have it for escrow, right? They got Braxton Berrios up out of there. Right, restructured. They, re, they, they restructured Conklin. Reed. Uh, yeah, Reed. So, you know, and, you, you, see that, you see that happen all and, across and, and the league. And Tomlinson. Right. Yeah, you see that happening all across the league. And maybe maybe that division is gearing up for A-Ron a coming if you see some of the other moves that was made within the division that we'll get to a little later. Okay. But um, looks like a little bit of a panic mode. I still like my pair of corners. That's the best pair of corners. Oh, I know in the, what you're talking division, about. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about the, yeah, the Finns uh, making a, a, a move, right? So the Jets opened up $15 million in cap space. Yeah, you know, with, with doing this stuff, and and players are probably aware too, saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to do this." They still haven't made the big ones. The big ones that we've been talking about yeah. the entire offseason is kind of letting, you know, letting um, Corey da- Corey Davis go, mm-hmm. and letting um, letting Carl Lawson go. That's that, those are the big ones that I'm anticipating. Now, the the most important thing is this. All right, is that. Rodgers is essentially go has to decide if he wants to play for the Jets or if he wants to retire, right? I mean, that seems to be it. And we always worry, the longer this goes, because I lived through this with the Knicks and Donovan Mitchell, is that will suddenly another team just emerge out of nowhere and take him away, and now the Jets are left holding the bag. Jeremy Fowler on ESPN Radio said the Jets are really the only team in on him. All indications that he's going to New York. I've tried to find another team involved in this trade. I can't find one. It's just the Jets are bust right now. So it feels like Jets or retirement right now. You know, the Green Bay relationship seems to have run its course right now, unless there's there's a 180 pulled here. So the Jets are trying to pull this off. There's momentum here. Feels like it could happen any time, man. It's fluid because of the complications of the money involved and, and, and really Rodgers having to sign off on everything. But it's my understanding that the Jets believe that the interest is mutual. That's how well the meeting went. So here's my theory. You want to hear it? Yeah. My theory is this. When he said to Brandon Marshall soon, when he is aware of this sort of soft deadline of Wednesday when the new league year begins and free agency starts and teams really start getting, uh, you know, making moves and trying to re- you know build up their rosters and everything else. So he's aware, I think, Wednesday is a very important time to get something done. It's the official start of free agency. Exactly. Forget the tampering period which you, when you can negotiate but you don't, with it, your own players. There's no, there's no legal tampering because the team has already given you permission to talk to them. No, right? no, no. I'm just saying when that period is over with, that means that people are going to start signing. So that oh, means deals will like get done Jim, left yeah, and right. A guy like Jimmy G can get signed day one and you're yep. stuck with nothing. And the Jets probably said to him, we need to know by then because if not, we need we to know at least by Tuesday. Play. Yeah. So here's my – all right, Tuesday, magic day. Why is Tuesday <laughs> such an – Ooh. Man, why is the, Tuesday such an important day? Because, not because of the deadline for Wednesday, but why is Tuesday always a big day in the Aaron Rodgers coverage? Because if I have a friend yes. that got a $100 million deal mm. and he's giving me a million dollars, I don't know what the compensation for Aaron Rodgers is, but I assume Aaron Rodgers does nothing for free, especially if a if if a organization or a media outlet gave 
the host that much money, you got to right. sprinkle some cheese on Aaron Rodgers. I know here, you know, the you know the other uh, network in town was giving Eli Manning uh, like five hundred thousand dollars to show him. So I can only match what A is going to get. Where are they getting so, that cheese? Well, by the way, where is a local radio station getting that kind of cheese? I don't know. Yeah. Like where? Like you're giving him a half a mil. Just think, they also also bringing Boone on. You know what I mean as well, Boone and all those guys. And yeah, you know, I don't know where we pay Robert Sala, but you know what I'm saying. You know, you, you don't call, think he's call, doing that out of the kindness of his heart. That's not part of our deal. Yeah, you don't well, think that's part of the deal. Yeah, I want you to break me down and tear me up and <laughs> ask me tough questions and try and damn near get me fired. But yeah, I'll do it for free. But I'll do it. I'll do it because I like you guys, right? Yeah, right. So that means that it's. The McAfee show, what better place to break breaking news? He missed go. the McAfee show, and he cheated on him Mm-mm-mm. because true. he wanted to go up there and talk to Aubrey right. and talk about the darkness retreat. He didn't mm-hmm. give he didn't give him any of that. He, he missed his actual thing there. So, I mean, the fact that it could break on the Pat McAfee show will set his friend up um, tremendously for breaking news because it's got to say, as reported from Pat McAfee, it has to go that way. So, I mean, well, also think about how many people, if they, and I haven't seen it yet, we could take a look because usually McAfee like lets you know ahead of time who's coming on. Remember last week, he's not scheduled. Remember, he was a weekly during the season, but he's not a weekly during the offseason. And all of a sudden, last week, he wasn't on. But my theory is, is that this makes it makes sense for him to do this tomorrow. And why, and what other way to announce it than to do it that way? You control your message and you do it that way with the ability to talk about it. So that when the press conference comes, you're almost yeah, you're almost trying out your lines with McAfee, and then when the press conference comes, the questions are a little different because I've already answered that. Like I've already talked about that. Right. So I'm thinking this is like I'm my prediction is that, and it's either I'm um, and he could say he's retiring. I wouldn't be shocked. Like I said, that That, was a man yesterday that looked pretty. That would be that would be the ultimate slap in the face to the Jet fans. Yeah, I don't think it'd be really tough at this point to let them go this far. Yeah, I've been out here thotty bodying for you, and I've been sliding into your DMs. I've been taking feature shots, so you know, and all of a sudden for you just to make me eat pie in the face. Woody yeah. Johnson flew out there, the owner flew out there, and yeah. and only to just say I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. That would be the ultimate slap in the face. But the Jets have to. If I was to Jets, the Jets need to set a a deadline themselves because you can't continue to miss out on. You got to have a plan B and C. So we'll see because the problem is you can't really go out and spend money because you have to dedicate that money to Aaron Rodgers. But if you go to plan B and Jimmy G's reportedly wanted twenty, twenty five plus million dollars a year, then that allows you to say, Okay, I can be in on these certain other type of free agents. I could be in potentially on Orlando Brown Junior if I'm not going out to go get a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So I mean at some point they need to know and they A Ryan need to either it or get off the pot. I just think tomorrow during the show, during our show, that's when we're going to find out because that's usually when it goes on there. It, it'll if they and they have. I'm, I'm, I just checked it; they have not yet um, brought it up as he's going to be on the show tomorrow. But if they do that, I mean, you'll get several million people. I mean, there'll be a lot of fans tuned in to see that, so he'll get a huge spike. It'll be. It, it is the. It would be the way to do it, and it w- I wouldn't. Sh- it wouldn't shock me. He's an entertainer. I, it's the exact way to do it. That's the exact way to do it. So we'll see if that's where it is. But until then, we have to stay in that wait-and-see mode. He is in full control right now. The Jets have made it clear that they want to bring him in. They are making moves to create cap space and everything else to build whatever is necessary around him. 
And the players obviously are excited because they have been all over social media talking it up. And everybody, including – I mean, there's people – We haven't I, heard I, from I, Zach Wilson, though. We haven't listen, heard from – Well, that's, uh, you're right. But maybe we will eventually. And maybe he's also thinking about that. But like, there were people yesterday that I know that you know he was in the arena and people went up to him all talking about playing in New York. So I've, he can't go anywhere without, without that. Especially with the Knicks in town, all these New Yorkers in the building last night, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, Laker games are special, but when you have Knicks Lakers and there's so many New Yorkers, people that are from New York but now live out here, and they come to the game and they've got their passion. The team's good this year; they got 40 wins already, and so you have all that energy. He wasn't out courtside trying to be seen. He wasn't. He was in the back. Like you did not see him courtside, like you did Spike Denzel and, and some others. So he was aware of that, but everywhere he went in the in the back, you know, back of the house they call it, like you had people walk up to him. Oh, you like to play golf? I can, I know some really good golf, you know, uh, golf courses in Jersey. You know, you could play all like all that stuff. So when, was when discussed they- with him, and he had, and I give him credit. I'm just telling you because you know we see him sometimes and we think that he's a bit smug, mm-hmm. but in that in this situation. I thought he handled everything. He just had an easy smile about him. He understood that people were excited. Yeah. And he allowed it instead of, you know, putting up this front. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be tomorrow, one way or another. We got to wait one more day. You know, smug goes both ways, right? Usually guys that are smug can be extremely charming as well. Okay. So, you know, maybe it goes both ways. You know what I mean? You know, he he can charm you too, so – you know, it all depends on the mood or what type of Aaron Rodgers that you get. So, I mean, I'm excited. Tomorrow, if we don't get a decision by tomorrow, I'm disappointed, right? What because vibe do you get from the Jets? Are you getting any vibe at all from them? I mean, I get the vibe that they that they think it's a done deal and that, that it's been a done deal, but they want to be patient and, and show him that they can hold stuff and allow him to announce his own news. You know, that's how most of these guys are now. They want to, you know, break their own news. That's the whole thing, like athletes first, you know, athletes empowerment. That's why a lot yep. of these guys have their own um, – they have their own things. Podcasts. That they have. Yeah, yeah, podcasts, all that stuff. So, right. I, I think it's more about that, right? So, right. I think he just wants to, to wait it out that way. All right, 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's talk to the people about it, and let's start with Tom in Ridgefield. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> Good afternoon, fellas. Pleasure to talk to you, and glad you're back in New York and not national anymore, first of all. <laughs> well, thank you for having us back. Well, you guys are always my favorites. So what I want to say is, obviously, that I think Jets Twitter, if they're not listening to you guys, they should have been, they should have been especially then, because Jets Twitter right now, while you guys have been speaking and prior to, has been freaking out that we've lost Rodgers already over that, not realizing he's just this very unique cat. As we all know, I'll put it this way, Bart, I'm re- I'll be with you. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if Pat McAvee, if it's not breaking, if not today, you know, tomorrow, or be very last second on Wednesday, you know. But that's, they need to make a hard deadline themselves at this point. That's just where we are. And I have faith in our GM that's going to happen. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers has to do it as well because you want to be able to get the teammates that he can get, that he's going to need. It may be some people out there exactly. that he wants that he needs, and the quicker you make a decision during free agency, now we can know what we have to do. Because I tell you what, the, the fact that they haven't done Carl Lawson and, and Corey Davis is surprising. 
So I'm expecting that to yeah. maybe break sometime today or tomorrow because mm. you have to like you have mm. to let Jermaine Johnson graduate. You took him in the first round. Right. You gave him you gave him a red shirt year, so to speak. You had you have uh, Franklin Myers that you paid fifty five million dollars. He's making a lot of money. I'm surprised they haven't restructured his contract as well because he I was expecting the third that too. Art. So yeah, yeah, he got to get some money back to stay on the squad so that they can go out and get people that they need because they also need a big nose tackle as well. So I, I didn't even really consider Franklin Myers, but he's a high-priced player on their team that's been in this contract for now two years, so he's in the third year of that, so all his guaranteed money is, is gone. They can roll that into a signing bonus to create more salary cap space, but cut, just cutting Carl Lawson makes money for you, and also cutting uh, Whitehead may be uh, getting more money for you. Because if I had to pick between spending a little bit more money for Jesse Bates or Poirier, who's an older guy within a division that be, could be mad and have DEFCON zero on his mind when you think about, you know, Buffalo within the division, not paying him, and being able to get a guy that's 32 years old to already go with Chuck Clark, who's a younger guy, yep. so you can have that guy. I, I'll get rid of Whitehead in a second because Poyer's played some of the best safety in football for the last couple of years, but they can't pay him because they got Michael Hyde. They can't pay Edmonds. So they're going to be losing. And then to get that intel – as Frazier's gone about what their concepts are, you're, you're also hurting the people within there. So, Aaron Rodgers, hurry up, man. And the Jets, hurry up and make these moves <laughs> so I can go ahead and pay my Barstradamus music so everybody can know, oh, Bar said Franklin Myers. Bar yeah. said, you know, I'm just trying to be right. And I already know I'm right, but y'all won't tell everybody else that I'm right. And I'm waiting for y'all to tell everybody else that I'm right so I can look good. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're trying to see if you're right on things, right. Packers reporters are paying attention to McAfee right now who's, who's streaming. And apparently he said – um, that he opened the show saying, I have no answers for you. I've got no idea what the hell is going on. Now, remember, Rodgers gave McAfee the news last year of his contract extension. Remember last year when there was just like, what's he going to do? Where's he going to go? It was the McAfee show that did break the news that he is staying in Green Bay and signing the extension, that he was going to continue to play. So that's why I get the feeling is it's going to happen there on the show if you know tomorrow with an appearance or not. But at this point right now, even he's saying, and we feel like he's like his closest media person, right? And friend. Uh, we, 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 and they're well, of course, friend, they're but part, I'm saying they're partners, closest they're in the media, him or or obviously uh, you know Joe Rogan. But that's his closest contact when it comes to football. And Aubrey. <laughs> he is and he is saying that right now he doesn't know what the hell's going on. So that's that's the answer on that. Oh, oh okay. Let's go to Hayden. Yep. No, hell no. Bring, bring his ass home. All right, you want to do the Hayden yeah, and yeah, Westchester bring, bring, is bring, up yeah, next. Bring his ass home. Hayden, come talk to Bart. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Got gotcha. you. What's up, Hayden? Yeah, um giant fan, you know, happy for the Jets if Aaron Rodgers comes, but let's just say Aaron Rodgers continues to um be Aaron Rodgers and keep people hanging. What are the Jets' options? Jimmy G. They, they, you know, Jimmy G. was with Robert Sala in San Francisco. He knows this system. He's a West Coast guy, and he's going to come at an even cheaper clip than what um, Carr did, even though he's a much better winner when you think about his win percentage. So you go and you get Jimmy G, and now that means that now you have money instead of spending on Aaron Rodgers. You go holler at Orlando Brown Jr. and say, hey, I'm going to put two of the best tackles Beckton and 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 and, and um, Junior, opposite sides, and then you know Jimmy G will be able to burp the baby. So you say that you trust me. They got contingency plans about you know well, what they they're going to do. 
Well, here's a couple and of what, things. What, here. So Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter uh, reporting that uh, the Texans and the Raiders expected to pursue Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember, Jimmy G and, and Josh McDaniels together with the New England Patriots. Uh, yeah, that's said a the, mess over there. Said the Jets could also jump in, but obviously they're in wait-and-see mode right now. And Albert Breer is saying that Jimmy G is seeking over $25 million a year but would do a deal with a lower base and then have incentives that would then you know bring it over the top. Essentially so, what he had last year for San Francisco when yeah. they didn't give him his money and he, he ended up being a starter and he Thanks, hit all his, his centers. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, that's got to be one. And then, you know, really, if you if you're if you reach like a point of, you know, uh oh, we're out now on on Rogers, we're out now on Jimmy G. I actually think you get aggressive and Lamar Jackson suddenly gets into your crosshairs. And then you've got to you got to do battle with the Baltimore Ravens. What else are you going to do, Bart? I mean, like that, that, that's a high well, risk move, obviously, because now you got to really give a huge well, contract that you know will piss people off. I don't but know. But when you, you are way. in a desperate situation, desperate measures in desperate I times. I don't know if you go that way. I mean, nope. I'm, I'm listen. I, it's it is a fire sale in, in Los in, Angeles. Yeah, you keep saying that. Now, obviously, you it know, is a fire sale. They're starting Jaylen over. Jalen Ramsey is now gone. They would love to reset with Baker Mayfield and. Just have a regular season where they're restarting. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Aaron Donald or Aaron Donald retires. Like, he's not going to sit Probably there for retires. no rebuild. He almost yeah. want to retire anyway. It looked right. like he they, he wasn't the same player. It didn't seem like he, he, he put all into it that he had been putting in what we're, accomp- what we're accustomed to seeing. So then you go Matthew Stafford. That gives you two years. They just got rid of Jalen Ramsey, Wagner. They, they got um, Allen Robinson on the block. They, I mean, what, what else do yep. you need to see? To see that they're trying to sell everybody. They cut Leonard Floyd. I mean, all indications are saying, hey, they open for business too. So if you want to go with a guy like Aaron, like like uh, Matthew Stafford, then I would go Matthew Stafford. So you go that route. All right, so the options are there, but the, to- the, the, the clock now is officially ticking. And the waiting game right now, and it's ironic because, remember, he's the one with the famous R-E-L-A-X, L-L-A-X, but yes. that's where we are right now. Relax. Like, that's what he's trying to do is just sit back, relax, be ready to make a decision when he's ready to make the decision, not one that he will be forced to make. But he is, as he has acknowledged, aware that there is a, a period that he needs to eventually give the Jets an answer one way or another. But the Jets left their meetings with him feeling good. They have a, a compensation, according to all reports, ready to go with the Packers. They are making moves to open up as much as $15 million so far in cap space to be able to do all the things that they want to do to build around him if he wants to come and play for the Jets. What we're waiting for now is the if and the when. But at some point in the next probably 36 hours, he's got to make a decision. And we will know one way or another. And then, again, if there's a plan B or C or D. Yeah, it has to be before yeah, Wednesday. it has to be. Has now, to. Wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already told the Jets, hey, we're going to, I'm going to go with you guys, and they're keeping a hush-hush because that's like a test that he's doing. He's a guy that does stuff like that. I don't know if it could be a test. To see if there's saying, leaks. Yeah, exactly. So one thing you're not getting is leaks. The Make only sure, thing – everything's like, coming t- out of yet. Green Bay. Yeah, don't Everything that the- you're hearing is coming out of Green Bay. There is nothing coming out of Florham Park at all. And I know this because Bart – and you know, you hear him on the air. He's talking right now. He's telling us what he thinks. But I can tell you that I've tried to press him about. All right, no, no, really, what are you hearing? I wouldn't say nothing. He, he, he clearly, I wouldn't want to mess it up. He is D Wizzle too. D Wizzle and kept it on a hush hush. Yeah, got to do it. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So we'll continue to calls on this and how we're feeling. 
the level of anxiety and everything else. I think it's an anticipation more than an anxiety. Kind of excited about it. I think it's really cool. And the fact that he was, as I told you he would be, at the Knicks-Laker game last night here. And you could say, well, he's, he's Southern California. What's the big deal? He always goes to basketball games. He's aware that it was on ESPN and that the New York Knicks were in town. Just don't tell me for a second that he wasn't aware of all that stuff. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We're playing with his AA rank. We're trying to be the biggest splash, man. Because you got to do it Tuesday because on Monday it wouldn't be the big splash. You know, you got everybody that's going to be getting signed. It's going to get lost in the sauce. If you want to take over today, then you need to go ahead and and get her done tomorrow at, at the earliest because – it's going to be guys getting re-signed. You just heard um, Lindstrom just got $105 million from Atlanta right there. And it's crazy. You look at some of the trades, uh, John U. Smith, who we thought you know was going to flourish with that two tight end system with him and Hunter Henry, and Patriots gave him away. And he goes back to Arthur Smith. You know, So now you got Kyle Pitts and John U. Smith. So these are like sneaky moves that are happening around the league that you know can – some good impact because not only is it the free agent market, it's also the trade market because guys, you know, guys that they – this is what people do. The players that you think you want to – you're going to cut, you try and trade to get something for them. And, you know, John o. Smith, you know, Arthur Smith has a sweet spot for John o. Smith. So look for those type of things to happen as well. As you just gave me some news that I thought would be probably one of the dumbest things ever, but it is a theory if somebody will fall for it. Yes, that is uh, you, the guy you've been talking about a lot, Orlando Brown Jr. If if he leaves the Chiefs, Dan Graziano is saying, I'm watching Laramie Tunsil and seeing if the Chiefs would then go trade for him uh, with the Houston Texans. That might and and I said what? You didn't like it. 
That now, might you know, be the dumbest thing I've heard today and yesterday. Well, Dan Graziano's a pretty – No, no, I'm not saying far. from Dan. Dan saying, no, 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 I'm not, no, I love Dan. I'm not saying Dan for reporting. plugged in. I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if the Houston Texans would do that to D'Amico Ryan, that might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So you're going to trade. You're going to trade a All-Pro left tackle, a guy who's better than Orlando Brown Jr. in the AFC for what? A first-round draft pick? I don't know. You gave uh, up two first. You gave up. You got to see. You gave up two first-round draft picks to get him. Yep, exactly. So, and, and you're probably going to draft the quarterback and start over, and you're really going to need a great left tackle. Yeah, you're going to need some somebody to protect him. Uh, some again. So the so the the, the legal tampering period has begun and already some movement how about the the pats john o. smith they're sending him off to the falcons um so moving on from a, a big ticket item that they once had um we're going to watch the quarterback thing and obviously aaron Rodgers in the midst of all of that but nothing on that front at all but uh baker mayfield's name being tossed around all over the place i mean it sounds it's, ama- like it's a, amazing how he lands on his feet t- yeah the Tampa Bay buccaneers the Tampa Bay buccaneers man oh <laughs> Like, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait to go, Bruce Aarons, to set the black man up. I'm just playing. Texans and the Raiders. Uh, ooh, this going to get ugly in a couple days. Ooh, this going to get ugly in a couple so days. The te- if the Texans sign Jimmy G, do they still take a quarterback with the number two pick? No, see, I don't think they do that. So then right? I think you look to move back and you hope that a team that's desperate like Indianapolis yeah. will kind of swap with you and move mm-hmm. up to be able to get that player. So that's why, you know, everything's connected. You may nope. think like, oh, no matter, everything is connected. So that means that if they move up, then they're, they're going to try and, you know, move back to get some more assets because they need talent, right, for D'Amico Ryan. So they need talent. So if they move back, then they can get some more things if they believe that Jimmy G is their guy. Why would Jimmy G go there? I have no idea. I understand that the uh, Nick something is uh, used to be with the Patriots, but I'm not trusting that. All right, but, so Austin Eckler – has uh, according to Shefty, is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a trade Yo, because is, he and the Chargers haven't been able to get to any any uh, contract extension. He's not happy, so he wants he wants to go somewhere else where he can oh. get some stability. And so you know you got to watch that the, the the running back market is going to be is cra- it's crazy interesting, right? They they they're taking uh, they're taking um, listens to Dalvin Cook. That's what I'm saying. Why pay Saquon? Look yeah. what happens. Everybody that has paid their guys is doing what? Austin Eckler had way more production than I believe. Man, let me pull it up. Austin Eckler had more production than, no, pull it up. than, than Saquon okay. Barkley last year. Pull and, it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. And uh, let's get some calls. 800-919-3776. Let's talk to Scott in Manhattan. Scott, how are we doing? Oh, guys. Listen, man, this is the epitome of the inmates running the asylum. I the, Garoppolo, they should go after this guy because if this guy, if he's not making a decision yet, what is he waiting for? And I know he's just sitting there, but he wants to sit in a cave and think and mindset or whatever he wants to do. But me personally, as a Giant fan, I mean, I don't look at this guy being built for New York. And if he's doing this right now, what's going to happen when he comes there? So I think, listen, they should have do other power moves and let him know, listen, if you're not coming here, we're going to make other moves and just move on. Yeah, they but are. A, but, see, but see, Scott, but if day. you do that, hang on a second, Bar, because, I mean, as fans, thanks for the call, we, we get – we get impatient because we want we want answers now. Right. But in this case, I don't think that's the way you you don't you don't go at Aaron Rodgers aggressive and start going like 
listen, you have until six o'clock today, or we're just going to go to Jimmy G. Or we're just going. You do that, you're already getting the relationship off to a bad start. If you walked away from the meeting that you had with him here in L.A., and you felt like, you know what, we're in a good place with him, and they did. They left that thing feeling good. Woody Johnson left feeling confident. They made their case to him, and then you're seeing they're already making some moves to, to clear cap space, yeah. get some business done in the meantime, and wait for him to be the final piece to the puzzle. The players are excited. All that stuff's going on. That's what you do. You show a guy like him, we can be calm. Like we, we're just gonna we're gonna take care of business, and we're gonna show you that we're not like this this. You know, anxiety-ridden franchise that is going to force you to make a decision because Thirsty. you're yeah, not in charge. Yeah, no, nah, man, we're, like, we're good. Like, we know what you want. We'll take care of you. We'll make you happy here like you weren't happy in Green Bay over the last couple of years. We'll give you what you want here because we can do that. And that's what you got to do. And you might not like it as a fan, but you've got to understand that as much as you feel like it's not right to give him all this control, man, understand something. When I'm giving you control, I'm giving it to you. Yeah, so I still am in charge, and that's all right. I, I'll explain to this to our listeners. Yeah, would you if this was Peyton Manning? Would you wait for his decision? Hell yes. Well, we waited for Peyton Manning' decision. We thought he was. We thought he was going to Tennessee. Yep. He ended up going to Denver. Yep. They were following the plane, all that stuff on the oh, on, yeah. on, on the tarmac. This is what happens when you go with Hall of Famers, and you can say, "Well, he's not Peyton Manning." Yeah, he is. Peyton Manning only had one Super Bowl when he went to Denver, mm-hmm. and, he, and he was a four-time or five-time MVP. He's a four-time MVP and a Super Bowl winner. And still, he didn't get injured like Peyton Manning did with the neck. And we waited for Peyton, and Peyton got cut. Tom Brady also was like the, – the, the, the Tampa thing sort of was – I felt like that one came out of nowhere. The Tampa thing, if you remember the Tom Brady free agency stuff, yeah. Tampa was like, oh, he's going to Tampa? You know what? Remember when that first came out? Yeah. Like, what? But it made sense. And they set it up, and they weren't, you know, they didn't get agitated. There was no, it was no aggressive pursuit. It was, yeah, the you Jets see, are we way got more aggressive. Yeah. We got everything we, we got everything you want down here. We'll get you set up. Oh, you want Gronk? We'll get you Gronk. What else do you want? Like, it's just, that's what you do with guys like this. What do you want? We'll get it for you. And that's we'll already been discussed. Out. And all that's been discussed. Oh, that's absolutely. why they went out. That's why they went out there. Yes. So all that's discussed. So now it's just plug and play. We can move expediently once you say uh, it's go time. Right. So we'll see what happens on that front. All right. 800 now with nine three seven seven six. Continue with your calls. A lot more. A lot more to get to. Thoughts on the Knicks last night getting the win in L.A. Sort of right now, at least stemming the tide on a trip that really started out in a struggle. And we'll see. Obviously, they can. Walk away from this trip two and two, which I told you at the beginning you would sign off for. They still got one more game on this trip with the Portland Trailblazers. So we'll get into a lot more Nick stuff, what's going on there. We got audio files coming up in the next hour. On the Giants front, they bring back a player, but what else are they going to do on the other side of the football? So you get you get one receiver back in Sterling Shepard for Daniel Jones. They've got a lot more work to do, I feel, on that side of the ball. But Bart will tell you about an area of their defense that they also need to focus on as free agency begins. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Legal tampering part of free agency is now underway in the NFL. Wednesday, everything can get official, but right now, teams are talking, moves are being made, uh, and also players are making decisions. Aaron Rodgers has not yet. Jason Kelsey has. He is back. He is staying with the Eagles, so you have that. That, that uh, the Ravens moving on from Clayus Campbell. No surprise there, right? Nope. Um, listen, he, he he played admirably, but, you know, they got some, you know, the kid they got from UConn last year. Yep. And also the, the kid from Texas A&M, I think his name is Mama Duke or something like Mama Wild. I'm on my Wawa with some stuff like that. It's time for those guys to <laughs> graduate. Mar- his name is not Marmaduke. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Duke. But I get what you're saying. Um, Sterling Shepard back on a one-year deal. I mean, when he's when he was healthy, he was good. But the was healthy part has been a bit of an issue here the last couple of years. But the Giants like him and some stability at that position, so they bring him back. Uh, the punter's back as well. You know, just little, obviously, small things to do, but – for the Giants, though, they still have to go big game hunting if they want to improve that offense. Yes, Daniel Jones is back. Yes, Saquon Barkley is there on the franchise tag. But while you know Sterling Shepard, if they can get him healthy, is nice, and you obviously have uh, Slayton, you need somebody to be a big target receiver because we know Galladay is on his way out, or he's out already. Well, he's already out, yeah. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Like, there's really nobody out there. It's or tough. you go draft. That's, Maybe you go in the draft. Yeah, for that, that, guy. That, that's what lets me know. If, if if they want to look at recent history, you look at Chris uh-huh. Olave, you look at Drake London, um, you look at all the guys um, that came out last year that really contributed from the um, receiver standpoint. Um, I think you you might want to go that way because when you look at it. Uh, Kobe Myers is the only guy out there, unless you're going to make a big trade, which is going to cost you draft equity. Uh, for DeAndre Hopkins or something like that, right? Um, you know, Slayton's probably gone. So they they got a lot of things that they need to do. Because if you look at also defensively, that that defense might have it blitzed more than any anybody because it had to. Well, and that's a wink. That's what he does. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, not too effective. They gave up a lot of yardage and they bent didn't break. They weren't a dominant unit. Um, so you think about you know they need a linebacker in this system. You have to have a linebacker. You know, T.J. Edwards is reportedly going to go to the Chicago Bears. You got yep. um, Edmonds, you know, from um, Buffalo. They just paid uh, Milano, so you know that they're not going to try and retain him. They just gave him an extension. Right. You got Levante David, who I do like for the uh, – I like him for the Giants. I think that, you know, he's a leader, the leader that they need in the middle of that defense. He actually played better than, 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 than um, Devin White last year, mm-hmm. but he's an older player, right? He was part of the renaissance. And if Bobby Wagner didn't play the way that he played – We'd have been talking about his performance, Levante David, you know, what he did down there in Tampa Bay because he actually outplayed him, but he's older. But Bobby Wagner is also available. I think Bobby Wagner is going to cost you more than maybe Levante David. But Levante David at this point may want to kind of shine in a market like New York because he has his Super Bowl ring as well. Yeah. Uh, Deion Jones, too, uh, was the, was, Devon, was uh, Devin White. 
Uh, he's, he's, he was outstanding for the Atlanta Falcons for a long time. And you got to get a corner. You got to get a corner with Jalen Ramsey off the market. I told you mm-hmm. that they were going to be a trade for him. He ends up going back to Miami or going to Miami. Yep. Um, but or going back to Florida, so to speak. But um, you got to go get some corner help. Marcus Peters is out there. He got released. The Giants got to move fast, and who knows what they want to do with uh, with Love if they want to bring him back. But when you look at all the other guys out there, man, Jesse Bates is just too attractive to t- not even think about. When you think about he's been one of the best safeties and he's only 26 years old in the game and you still have Poyer out there as well. And also think about this. I, I want to get your take on or response to this. Jordan Renan on the uh, on, on DNR this morning uh, talked about Leonard Williams and his future with the Giants could be tenuous. Listen. Yeah, Leonard Williams is an interesting one. I, I mean, they're going to start working on Dexter Lawrence and that's going to be a big number. You saw what Payne is. I mean, we're talking $20 million range on these deals. Now that Payne's at the market, you'll see some guys that think even come in at higher. I mean, you're going to get to like $22, $23 million a year for interior defensive linemen. So Dexter Lawrence is about to get paid. But Leonard Williams is an interesting one. I think among the options, if he does not take a pay cut, because I think that would be Joe Shane's preference. He's kind of joked about it a couple times, but I don't think he was really fully joking, is Essentially cutting Leonard Williams. You save $12 million if you cut Leonard Williams. Do you cut him and sign multiple defensive linemen and add to the depth, or do you just keep Leonard Williams and then it affects your depth? What do you think about that, Bart? I mean, it's a, uh, that was a big move from Dave Gettleman. Carried yeah. over, obviously, to Joe Third Shane. Round draft pick, yeah. But is he, is he worth the contract? And if you can get out of it, is it worth doing that? But obviously that's a, that leaves a big hole. He's going to have to take a major, major pay cut, yeah. right? And, you know, that's that's pretty much up to him uh, because I don't think it's a market out there for him because he hasn't performed to the level. He hasn't been the big cat and the big disruptor in a couple of years, and he picked the wrong year, you know, under a new regime to right. not really kind of have a great year. He was often injured this year, um, and it's all about the redis- redistribution of funds. So, I think, um, man, he's definitely going to have to take a pay cut. If not, then I think he's going to be a guy that you cut and you save money on. Now, we've been talking about this on this show for a while. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing new for us. This is not mm-hmm. a new uh, new subject. No, I know. You brought that name up many times, and now, of course, we're not pointing that out, that maybe you know they'd move on from him just to open up some cap space. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.